Welcome back to the Mom Boss Pod. I'm Helen, your host, and this is where we are open about it all, raw motherhood, realistic business growth strategies, and mastering marketing as an entrepreneur. Today, I have my friend Melanie on. She is a wife, girl mom, former teacher, and now certified online business manager, as well as a course and launch strategist. I'm excited to have her on because she started her online business a few years ago, and I just want to hear more about her story, like what inspired her. And we're just going to talk all things like launching, marketing yourself, um, and really just like stepping out of comfort zones and doing the damn thing. (laughs) So (laughs) Mel, if you want to just introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about you, um, and we'll go from there. Yeah, absolutely. So I first, I feel like I fell into the virtual assistant world, um, which I definitely did. <laughs> I I was a high school teacher for 12 years. And um, in my 10th year, I guess it was, I was pregnant with my second daughter. It was November 2020. So like, we all know what that means, right? We were <laughs> like six months into the pandemic. Um, and I was trying to work out from home because, you know, no pregnant lady is going to the gym, especially at any time (laughs) in 2020. So um, I bought this online workout program and one of the emails, which I suspect was maybe written by you, Helen, um, (laughs) was uh, something along the lines of like how I quit my job or why I left my English teaching position and like how I now make money from home or something Mm -hmm. like that. It was probably better because like I said, you probably wrote it, but (laughs) I was like, I'm going to see what this is about. And there was two women offering a quote free training, which turns out it's a webinar. I now know these things. Yes. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So I was like, I'm going to come and see what that's all about. And the woman who was doing the, uh, workout portion was kind of pitching her offer as to be like more of like an, like an influencer in the face of a brand. I was like, okay, it's like definitely not for me, but then you were there and Mm -hmm. you were talking about what it was like to be a virtual assistant. And I was like, all right, that is something like, I don't really want to be the face of anything per Mm -hmm. se, but virtual assistant stuff, uh, you know, planning is my jam and making sure things go as they're, you know, supposed to, that was basically what I did a lot of with teaching a high school, um, AP course anyway. So, um, yeah, so I enrolled in your boot camp, and here we are crazy almost, almost three years later. Right. I know. Yeah. That is so wild. wild. I know. I can't believe it's been three years. Yeah. That was a really, I mean, like the thing about those free trainings, is like, it really does open up your eyes to like new opportunities, you know? And it was such a fun, I remember that still like years ago, it was such a fun like evening, um, talking Mm -hmm. to like so many women. Cause it was like, yeah, we're already stuck at home. Like who knows what's going to happen in the next couple of years. (laughs) Like this is a great online opportunity, you know, to create your own business from home. So, um, tell me about like, after you started the boot camp, you took, you know, like the steps into creating your business, like how did it pivot all from there? Because many of our businesses have pivoted. Sure, <laughs> often, yeah. You know, often in in the first few years, especially where you're trying to figure out like what you enjoy, um, what services like 
you that actually like are things you want to keep doing, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So I, um, in kind of like, it's just, I feel like how I am. I did everything really quickly. I think that training with you guys was like maybe late November or early November, because I air quotes launched my business on black Friday, I think, or cyber Monday, somewhere around the end of November. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, you flew through it. You flew I through everything through really fast, but I yeah. literally watched everything. And that was when <laughs> you were still like having us send like homework and giving mm-hmm. like feedback, because I think that was like pretty early in the, in the boot camp for you too. Um, so that was awesome. But yeah, yeah. I flew, I flew through it. I still, I'll look through people's stuff. Like if they send me a message on Instagram or like, um, email me and say like, Hey, like, am I on the right track with where I'm heading here? i I get back to everyone on that stuff. Like, and that's yeah. like stuff you can post in the Facebook group too, mm-hmm. like to ask. Cause it's hard. Like you don't know exactly what you're doing, you know, even though there's for a lot sure. of like videos and things to help you. It's like, you still have to make decisions. And I feel like you don't know, no one knows the right answers until you've like been in it, you know? For sure. I I still don't know what I'm doing (laughs) some days, (laughs) some days. Um, But yeah, like I flew through it and then I got, I had like probably three or four clients by January and it was all different things. It was like customer support. I was doing social media for somebody. I was creating like blog images um, and editing blogs. Cause I also used to teach English for somebody else. Um, and then you pretty quickly, I feel like find out what you do and don't like, like, mm-hmm. I don't really love social media. Um, I can write emails, but like, there's definitely people who are going to be better at writing. Like I'm okay. You know what I mean? At writing emails, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't like ever advertise myself as a copywriter. So um, one of the clients who hired me for customer support originally was actually launching like two weeks after she hired me. So I kind of stepped into like a project manager position for her pretty mm-hmm. quickly by like May. Um, and that I feel like is just kind of what like I excelled at. And she had an online course. Um, her and I no longer work together. But since then, I've partnered with probably a dozen other people who have launched their online courses. So that's kind of like what I've fallen into because it's a lot of, well, you know, it's a lot of moving pieces like Mm -hmm. a ton for a launch, but I don't, I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's like unique depending on the client, you Mm -hmm. get something different every time and online courses, they're around, like they're sticking around, you know, people are going to keep creating them. People are going to keep selling them, keep relaunching you know, mm-hmm. programs. And so it's a great specialty for sure. I mean, and it's in my mind too, I think it's really fun too. Yeah. Um, what is your, what did your routine look like that year when you were like still teaching, but started picking up clients? Like how quickly did you decide I'm going all in? Oh man. Yeah, that was, that was a mess. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I, how quickly did that's a good question so my daughter was born in March um she was born her birthday is March 12th so it was exactly a day like a year to the day like after the world like shut down (laughs) um and it didn't take me like super long to decide that I felt like this is what I was going to do but I am a pretty cautious person um and the school district that I was at 
is like amazing. Like if I ever go back to teaching, I would want to go back to the exact same school. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think I'm going to, but should I? I think it would be the same school. (laughs) Um, And they actually let me go part-time for the 2021-2022 school year. So yeah, so I was working um, every other day. So some days I would work three days a week. Some days I would work two days a week, but Mm -hmm. it was half, it was teaching half days. Um, like I would work, I taught two blocks. So it would be basically like nine to 1230 and then I could leave. Cool. Uh, But I very quickly realized like I would make much more money doing online business management and launch management Mm -hmm. in those three hours than I would as a teacher. And Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm outside of Washington, D.C. Like we make a lot of like it's one of the best paid districts in the country, but like still between like driving to work and, you know, driving home and the lesson plans and the grading, like it was kind of ended up being a no brainer. So it was really scary. But um, yeah, I did part time all of 2022, 2021 into 22. And then I mm-hmm. this is my first like full year out of the classroom. That's so cool. Yeah. I mean, what a great way to like ease your way out of it too. I feel like you haven't really ever had issues and correct me if I'm wrong, finding clients. Oh my God. No, no. (laughs) I, I really, as you are listening to Melanie talk about how she left her full-time teaching job and is now a full-time work from home mom, I wanted to share with you that my virtual assistant boot camp is closing for enrollment in just a couple of days, actually. So it's April 30th. We're going to close for enrollment and then it won't reopen again until the late fall. So, and I actually don't even have a date on that fall yet. So it may not even be in the fall, maybe a little bit later. I'm taking um, a break from promoting VA boot camp. I want to nurture everyone who's in the course currently. I want to, I have some things at my sleep for the summer for everyone who's in there as well. And when you sign up for VA boot camp in the next couple of days, you'll get immediate access to six weeks of course material. And these six weeks, you can do a little bit quicker if you want to. Each module is geared to be done in about one week's time, but I've had people take the course in three or four weeks and get their first client right off the bat. You'll hear how Melanie is sharing the fact that she did it very quickly and had her first client very quickly as well. And so you could really have your first client by the end of May, beginning of June, if you're listening to this, you know, in April as I'm recording it, and you'll get full access to everything as soon as you sign up. I do have a four-month and a six-month payment plan option. You can find all of those links in um, the show description notes. And I just want you to know that when you join, you also get access to the private Facebook group, which is where we like all chat and hang out and are honestly so, it's just such a great community and we share leads. I share leads, but also everyone in the group shares leads. If they're not, if it's not a client that's aligned with them or they want, you know, to go in a different direction, they post that lead in the Facebook group or maybe they're booked out and they can't take any more clients. They post the Facebook lead, uh, the leads in the Facebook group as well. So I'm really excited because we're closing out enrollment and we are going hard this summer and into the fall with just supporting everyone who's already in there. So if you haven't joined VA Bootcamp yet, 
I highly recommend getting in there in the next couple of days. Um, send me a message on Instagram if you need like a specific payment plan option or if the finances are being tricky because I want to help you get in there. Um, you'll also get access to any future course material that I'm putting out right now. I'm working on a scaling your business to six figures as a virtual assistant section of the bootcamp. And so you'll get access to that as well. So keep listening to this interview. You'll hear Mel talk more about how it's transformed her life and what she's been able to do. But um, you can find all of the info on VA Bootcamp in the show notes. And then you can also use the code Melanie for $500 off if you decide to pay in full. So I really hope to see you in there. Let's get back to the interview. Really haven't. Um, I have my own VA now who is amazing. She handles most of my suit, well, she handles like all of my social media, my Pinterest. Um, I would love to train her more on launch related things, but, mm-hmm. um, a lot of my clients right now, like I have some retainer clients, but some, I also like supplement my income with like project based mm-hmm. and I haven't really, I've thought about it, but I haven't really like limited myself to being like, I only work with people who launch in Kajabi, for example. So like right now, I think I have four launches this summer and like one's in FG Funnels, one's in Kajabi, mm-hmm. one is in, um, gosh, where is she? Teachable. Like, so it's really hard to train somebody, you know what I mean, to in all of those platforms. Yeah. Um, something I hear from a lot of people who are like starting their VA business is like, I don't even know what any of these platforms are. Did you have any idea what any of those platforms were before you started doing it? Oh my God. No, I had to, (laughs) before I signed up for, uh, you and Kim's free training, I literally Googled like, what is a virtual assistant? Um, (laughs) and I'm sure like the answer was much different, you know, almost three years ago than it is today, but Mm -hmm. no, I don't know what any of that is. And like, sometimes my husband will say to me, like, I can't believe like how much you've learned in the last like two and a half years. You'll figure it out. You figure it out. Yes, yeah. that's, I talked about that on like one of my recent solo episodes. I'm like, you literally can YouTube pretty much anything yeah. about any platform and there will be tutorials on it for free. Like it's Correct. awesome. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's so cool. I mean, I feel like your business has just continued to grow. What has been like the upkeep of just daily life of running your business, being like the main you know person that that's working with clients and then also mm-hmm. that's onboarding and, you know, invoicing and all of those things, like how has that been over the last couple of years? And are you starting to hand off some of those tasks to your VA now too? So I feel like it took me maybe longer than it should have to like automate things um, <laughs> with like Dubsado, which is what I use. Uh, I think I used HoneyBook when that's what you use, right? Or you yeah, used to use I, HoneyBook. I love HoneyBook. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they're both I moved awesome. to Dubsado. Yeah, they're they're both they're both awesome. Do I need all of Dubsado? Probably not, but it, I'm here now, so um, yeah. <laughs> I'm here <laughs> now. So it. we're staying. Yeah. Um. So that I feel like has made things easier, 
And for me, like, I guess it was easier to outsource things because I'm a little bit of a control freak. Uh, (laughs) It was easier to outsource things like in my own business. So Mm -hmm. like, that's why I first offloaded like my social media and um, my email, like my email marketing. Like I still write half my emails, but like I have somebody else write the other half. So Mm -hmm. it's just like little things like that, that have kind of made life easier um, in dealing with with clients because it's it's nice to have the steady retainer clients that you can like you know depend on the income month after month Mm -hmm. but then like of course the influx of like project work is nice too yeah I know that's it's like you know I talk about the different streams of revenue all the time it's like you can have a variety of ways to make money and it's nice to have that consistency in retainers but then a lot of times the higher ticket you know projects come Mm -hmm sporadically throughout the year but if you can collect a few of those like and you know even like one or two per quarter like it really helps your business's financial growth for sure um what for you like what does a daily routine look like now because I feel like you have two little girls like what what does it all look like I do uh some days it looks like a mess (laughs) um my we can all relate yeah for sure (laughs) my mom moved from uh, another state to where I live now. She moved from Pennsylvania when I was pregnant with my first daughter. Um, Of course, I was teaching for the first two and a half years of of Lucy's life. So I was really lucky that my mom really wanted, she volunteered. She really wanted (laughs) to very badly, um, you know, watch her. Mm -hmm. So she still helps me out a lot. My older daughter, she's going to go, she's going to be in kindergarten next year. Can't even believe it. That's crazy. Yeah, I know we crazy. still have one more year before that happens, but still, mm-hmm. that, it seem, seems like it's coming up quick. Yeah, it has flown. So she'll be in kindergarten next year. Um, she's in preschool four days a week right now. So mm-hmm. that's super helpful. Um, and my littlest stays stays here with with my mom and my husband still works from home. He never went back after COVID. He's like, oh, I'm wow. back. Yeah. So yeah. we're all here all day. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I'm upstairs. They're on the main floor. He's in his office in the basement. Um, but I mean, even like today I was, I was driving home. I had to run. Um, one of my best friends is pregnant. She's actually being induced like literally as we speak. Um, yeah, yeah. And, uh, her doctor was worried about her having like preeclampsia. So I ran Mm -hmm. over a, a blood pressure cuff that we just happened to have. And I just like on the way back, I was like, man, I would have never been able to do that for her if I was teaching. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. You know, it's yeah, just, there's I've, so many things that yeah. come up that I'm like, I wouldn't be able to have gone to that, you know, or like yeah. done this or that, or like been the one to take my kids to that. You know, it's, it's really cool to have that flexibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my mom helps out a lot. And sometimes I do work in the morning um, this is during their quiet time, like us chatting right now is during their nap and quiet time. So I usually like leave my mom unattended for <laughs> the two and a half hours Lucy's at preschool and get things done. And then we'll all like have lunch together um, or I'll pick Lucy up and we'll all have lunch together. And then sometimes I'll pop back up for like, I don't know, another 45 minutes to an hour and then I'll help put them down for naps. And then mm-hmm. I can usually be done um, when, when they're, when they wake up, I try not to work at night anymore. You know, sometimes you have to, I'd rather work in the morning, but 
Yeah, I know. I definitely, the evening work is like such a seasonal thing for me. It's like depending on what's happening and really so much of it is depending on how much I'm doing in my own business of sure. like the courses and, you know, like what's going on. Yeah. It's like what I'm creating, not necessarily, I'm not really doing client work necessarily at night. It's more like, okay, what am I doing next? You know? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that's like where the extra time comes in for sure. But I've been really trying to avoid the evening work. Um, sorry, Kane's crawling under my under. desk now into his face. <laughs> he goes from his window seat to my desk. Like <laughs> our husky, it's like always at your feet. Um, but yeah, so it's definitely like I, the evening work is so hit or miss for me, depending on the season. But I think for a lot of us moms, like we'd rather have you know, more time with our kids during the day and do a little more work in the evening than missing, you know, the whole day, nine to five, because sure. you're, you know, teaching or in an office or whatever. But um, yeah, so what I always love to ask moms, like, what is your form of self-care, like taking care of yourself after either a busy day, a crazy launch week, like what's your favorite thing to do to unwind? not that exciting. I mean, <laughs> I feel like we, we take like a ton of, uh, we live in, um, a townhouse, so we don't have a yard. So we end up walking. Like we live in a very nice neighborhood for walkability. We're very mm -hmm. close to like, like I can walk to a Trader Joe's and a whole bunch of bars and restaurants. Cool. So yeah, just like getting out, um, with or without our dog for Wendy <laughs> and, and taking a walk is really, I feel like one of my favorite ways. Yeah. I know. I That's like my long work days. Like when the kids are in preschool, I, after like two or three hours of work, I'm like, all right, I got to move my body, get the dogs out, go for a walk. Mm -hmm. Um, we don't live near anything really cool though. So I don't get to like yeah. go get a glass of wine, you know, walk to a glass of wine. I wish. Um, but yeah, that's awesome. Okay. So let's kind of switch gears and talk a little bit about launches because yes, like big entrepreneurs who launch a course, they need your assistance with like launching, but mm -hmm. let's kind of backtrack to like the, an entrepreneur who's like, I want to do my first launch. I don't know exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> like, I don't, yeah. I know I want to launch this program because I've been asked this question a bunch of times mm -hmm. it's needed, you know, like I know what I'm talking about and I know I can help someone solve a problem, but like, I don't even know what the first step in that direction is going to look like. Um, what's your advice there? Yeah. So I don't, I don't even know. Did you know that I, um, have like a group coaching thing that I'm doing right now. That's taking people through like creating workshops. Yeah. So I saw, I saw that on your stories. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, right. I'm right smack in the middle of it. We're like, I guess a third of the way through. And I feel like it's one of those times and I'm getting to the answer, but I feel like it's one of those times where I'm sure you've had this because you've launched like, you know, numerous courses where you look at like what your students are accomplishing and you're like, I literally can't believe that like it's working. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Totally. Like I know what I was talking about. I can't believe they're doing it. Um, so anyway, so I feel like the first thing to do is when you, you know, when you know, at least that whatever question or problem you want to solve, when you have an idea um, about like whatever it's, you know, a course or an offer or a service that you want to launch, you need to kind of think more about 
not only what is the problem, but like, what are people's goals in general? Like, so what is, what is the outcome that they actually want, right? They have this problem, but like, where do they want to get to? Like, what is the transformation that you're going to be able to offer with your service course workshop offer, you know, whatever you're launching. Um, and then the other thing that I feel like is really not thought about enough is what does your ideal audience, like, what do they think they need? Mm -hmm. Because like what they think they need and what they actually need might be the same thing or like, it might not be Mm -hmm. the same thing. Um, you know, if you want to scale, like, for example, let's just say people, you know, you have two people who want to scale their business to $10,000 a month. One person, you know, they just want to scale to $10,000 a month. Like that's their goal. They don't know how to do it. Right. They just know that's what they want, but they don't know the first step. Um, and then the other person again, wants to scale to $10,000 a month. And they know that like having an engaged email list is a really important like first step. So if you make like an offer, for example, or a course, if you speak to like this course or this offer is going to help you grow your engaged email list, you're only talking to half of the people mm-hmm. because the other half doesn't know that they need, or it would be really helpful, right? That it would be really helpful to have an engaged email list to get them to those $10,000 a month. So you want to speak to the goal mm-hmm. rather than what people think they need because you'll you'll ultimately end up speaking to more people that way. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's what I've seen in helping people launch their courses. Sometimes people, you know, you know so much, right, about like your offer. So you you skip like the foundational part by mistake. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's you're immersed in it, you know, and it's hard to like backtrack and be like, okay, what did it look like, you know, when I was getting into this topic or I was starting to learn how to do this, what did I need help with then? You know, and I think that's Mm -hmm. like the most successful courses come from people who have already been there. It's hard, you know, to create a course or a program and try to teach something that you've never done. You know, it's like the credibility isn't there, the experience and like the emotion behind it isn't there. And so, yeah, getting clear on that. And I love that example you gave, because it's true. Not everyone sees why that's important and you need to take them to that end goal. Right. Love that. Um, okay. Awesome. Well, I want to circle back if you don't mind, we didn't really like plan to talk about this, but you, we had mentioned like, you haven't had a hard time finding clients. And I feel like that's something that's a big fear of people who are trying to start their business or like, are thinking about starting a business and they're like, I don't know that I'm going to find clients if I start my VA business. Um, do you have any either so like supportive conversation or like (laughs) tangible tips to help people realize like it's actually, I don't want to say it's not hard to find clients, but I feel like the need is very much there. And so Mm -hmm. if you put yourself out there, I feel like for the most part, you end up getting clients very successfully. Um, what are your thoughts on that? And like any tips? Yeah, I agree. Like you just, I don't know, it sounds so cliche, but like, don't give up. Like just keep, (laughs) just keep, you know, applying and reaching out to people. And also like, importantly enough, starting genuine conversations with people that you find interesting 
either on Facebook or Instagram. And like, yeah, sure, they might need your services, but like we've all been pitched, right? By like the coach that has just like followed us and then been like, hey, tell me all <laughs> about your business. And went like, we all know what's coming. So <laughs> people should stop doing that. But I mean, have like actual genuine conversations with people before just like straight up cold pitching them. Mm -hmm. um, and then, yeah, like just, I don't know, keep trying. Like you might not get every job, but once you get the first client, the others come easier, mm -hmm. more easily. Yeah. yeah. Well, between like word of mouth, but like mm -hmm. those types of referrals. And then also I feel like your confidence really like peaks when you, someone says yes to you and you're like, okay, yes, I'm doing it, you know? And then yeah. it actually like helps you gain confidence to talk to more potential leads or, you know, post that thing on Instagram or say something about what you do. I feel like, um, it really is just like getting started. That mm -hmm. seems to be the hardest part for most people. And then it's like, it's a, you know, snowball effect from there. Um, but yeah, initially it's like, you do have to cold pitch a bunch of people right off the bat. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like a numbers game. It's like if you send out 10 messages, probably nine of them won't return that, you know, yeah. <laughs> they won't say anything back. And that's like the start of it. But like, it's not a sales job at the end of the day. Right. At the end of the day, you're going to get a few clients. And then from there, their, you know, business friends will tell their business friends. And then you do a really great job for them and you're organized and you enjoy what you're doing. And then it's just like referrals start coming your way. And it's just that initial like starting point. And it is scary right off the bat. Um, but yeah, I love it because I feel like you're just, you share on your stories, like your, you know, daily checklist and stuff. And it's like onboarding another client or like, you know, like discovery call. I'm just like, yes, you are crushing it with the leads. And it's, I mean, it's so true about referrals. Like I don't even, I like never talk about my hiring packages. I don't have a freebie or an opt-in that leads to them. It's has been all word of mouth. Mm -hmm. What does Just, that look like? What do your hiring packages look like? Um, so basically it's people hire me <laughs> to do mm -hmm. the hiring process. So I write the job application, put it out in various Facebook groups, um, vet all the candidates, and then I conduct, we narrow it down, um, everyone that I've, I say that like, I'll do the whole thing, but everybody that I've worked with, I think is just still like a little, you know, freaked out by being presented with the two final candidates. So, <laughs> um, usually like I narrow it down to 10 and then I let them narrow it down to five, but the, I mean, that's still better. The last job application had, I think we had over a hundred applicants. And then the mm -hmm. one before, and I just posted her testimony on Instagram. Like she's a sizable influencer. When she reached out to me, I was like, is this a mistake? Like, you to <laughs> me. Um, but we had over 2000 applicants for her. Position. Wow. Yeah. It was way too many, but so like narrow it down to the top 10. Um, I interview five and then pass them the final two to make a decision with. Very um, cool. Yeah, yeah, there's an amazing specialty right there, you know? like <laughs> You can totally do that. I mean, I always get like a little bit nervous because I'm like, you know, not like an HR person, obviously. So I don't like if they want to hire for like a W-2, like I don't do that. Like it has mm -hmm. to be a contractor. But mm -hmm. um, I got into that because of 
my retainer clients that I have, like one of my retainer clients, I, I manage a team of 12 right now. So like I hired several at like, I have to hire anyway. I might as well see if I can make money off of a project with it. <laughs> totally. It, it takes like a month. Usually it's usually six weeks, four to six weeks. Yeah. Around. So. Yeah. I mean, that's how a lot of specialties work. It's like when I started doing launch specialty, I was like, I'm doing this for my retainer clients over and over again. Like, why not just add it yep. on to my, you know, array of services? So mm-hmm. yeah, love it. Well, thank you so much for coming on and like chatting business and everything with us. I'm really excited for like all the things you have coming and um, what, where are like the places everyone can follow you and keep up with you and, you know, just involve themselves with following along. Yeah. Come and say hi to me on Instagram. That is where I am 98% of the time. Um, (laughs) I dabble in Facebook groups, but like don't really hang out there. So yeah, you can Mm -hmm. find me on Instagram at uh, Duxbury Digital. Cool. Well, thank you for being here. And it's just always so awesome to hear from like other moms who are successfully doing their own business and um, just hearing everyone's like different routines and, you know, who has help with what and like all of that stuff is just so fun. Yeah, definitely. Everyone's, everyone's got their own thing going on trying to make (laughs) it. (laughs) All right. Well, um, thanks so much for being here. Go follow Mel and we will chat with you guys next time.